Hello, and welcome to the Pop the Boys podcast, the show where we discuss the greatest sport in the world, the business we love so much, and that is the business of professional wrestling. We have a great cast and an even greater show for you today. But first, we're going to start our show with talking about what's apparently this week's um, biggest story, which I'm going to assume means that it was a really fucking slow uh, news week, which is Macaulay Culkin talking about WWE having a thin roster. Slim, who happens to, I believe, be the biggest Macaulay Culkin fan here. What are your thoughts on this? Macaulay Culkin got respect in these streets. Let me just put that out there first and foremost. All right. Tyler knows my son Tyler has a home alone windbreaker. Okay. That's true. Macaulay Culkin is respected out here. Kevin McAllister is a legend. All right. So if, if you got if you got this man who's taking the time away from stopping people from invading his home to come and let us know that he thinks that the WWE roster is thinning, then my God, the WWE roster is thinning. I will not disagree with Kevin McAllister himself. Okay, All right. Did, did, you, did you actually read the quote? No, I just agree with whatever Kevin McAllister has to say. <laughs> All right, well, for the <laughs> fucking God. All right, well, for, to, to read the quote, uh, he says on WWE, they've cut, I think, 86 wrestlers from the roster this past calendar year, which I have no idea if that's accurate. So, yeah, you don't have this rich variety you might have had before. But then, man, it's like how many times can we watch the same match over and over again? Now, d- wrestling gets the weird thing that other sports don't get sometimes where like is it okay for people not like in the know to talk about the sport because like i'll put an example in mma it's like a big no-no if you're not like a part of the sport in any way as a journalist and you're talking about it you get shit on regardless of your like thoughts and takes do you think wrestling gets like the same thing i feel like if uh if an outsider can prospectively look at the product and say this shit sucks then I think it speaks for itself. Like it says a lot if if somebody who isn't a fan can just watch it and be like, "This is stale." I mean, he he yeah, he's right, right? Like the the them cutting so many fucking people has been insane. Uh, I actually want to look up how many cuts it's been. I don't know if it's been. I think it's literally been around that how number. Many <laughs> sounds about <cuts>. right. <laughs> that kind of sounds low. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a photo that was like just faces and faces and faces, and it was everyone they had cut this year. Let's see. I'm, I'm about year. to get you the official number now. Um, wow. Never I do. Mind. Go ahead, Slim. Yeah. In regards to say, I think it depends on what they're saying about the business that would depict if they're allowed to say it. I feel like saying this roster is thinning is way more okay than saying, wow, he did a really bad job at that pile driver. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you're outside of the business, and you don't wrestle, and it's like you don't know what it takes to like be in a match and like things to go wrong. So I feel like in that aspect, it's like really not okay. But as just a fan to be like, wow, this product sucks, that roster's thinning, they're horrible at booking, I think that's more than okay to say. I mean, well, how many wrong. times do you guys have people who aren't fans ask you like, oh, you like wrestling? Like, you know, what's good right now? And I, I mean, I had happened to me at work a few times. I just go, just watch AEW. Like, don't even bother. Like, that to me is a telltale sign that I'm not going to put these people onto something they're not going to like. Like, I don't want to explain to them, like, oh, but what, what about the Hardy Boys? Like, just watch AEW, man. Just, it's easy. really watch anything except WWE right now. <laughs> I can agree with what Swim said, though. Like, uh, what he said was just, like, factual. It's not really opinionated. 
like it is thinning like it comes from look he at comes the, from a place of being facts. a fan too like he's just a fan like he's not trying to shit on the product he just yeah. wants to see better matches like we all yeah i think the biggest rivalry that. of 2022 is going to be matt mr wave versus wwe I think that's going to be I the knew biggest rivalry say that eventually of 2022. Like, oh, this guy just hates WWE, but that's going to be what they not. say. This guy's like, wow, he hates. Dude, I have more NXT merchandise than any other brand merchandise, and that's that is very depressing for me. <laughs> Golden days, baby. Golden days. Uh, also, uh, Macaulay Culkin, he missed a great opportunity to call uh, what to call WWE what the French call. Les incompetents. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to splice in like French Incom- something in that part. Just French anything on that part. Any, give me any Rene Dupree. Any oh, God. oh my God. Yeah, call. Let me look that one up now. So, also, so speaking of Rene Dupree, not related at all, did anyone see this no look sharpshooter from Mustafa Ali? Is there anyone who didn't see that? No, actually, I did not see that. So I'm going to send it to you guys now as you guys can look at it in the chat. So he's been, this is something that was new to me. Apparently Slim knew about this. So he's been doing this thing where he just posts like, like sequences that he doesn't like in the, tr- like in a practice space on, I think his Instagram or Twitter. And they're so clean, but fucking look at this. Thank God we can splice all this. He's always up. been clean. Smooth. But this sharpshooter in particular, I just sent the Reddit post. Fucking like if he genuinely hit this, I can't wait to splice this. If he genuinely hit this in a match, I w- I probably would pop. Let's see what I did there. So I'll give you guys a second while that while I bring up the next thing I want to talk about. But um, yeah, just, everyone take your time. Always let me let, let me just say this, boys. When I came across said video. Ooh. I'm I'm literally sitting there. I'm watching the video. I'm like I'm looking at the caption. I'm like, no look sharpshooter. He's doing all this other stuff. It literally came out of nowhere, Whoa. and I was like, this is one of the most beautiful things that I have ever seen. The transition yeah. was so smooth. Oh Jeez. my goodness! I would probably Holy get out of sh- my I'd seat. I don't that twice if I saw that live. Oh yeah, that's a standing ovation right there, baby. It's so wild. It's so wild. Mike, put, uh, Andrew, put the mic closer to your fucking head, or at least raise it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can't <laughs> wait to fucking get that in there. Someone's the, um, car just crashed. Mustafa Ali is definitely um, fucking underrated, uh, but it's unfortunate that it seems like, and I'm probably wrong because I don't know anything, but it seems like they hang on to him um, that way he doesn't become a star like anywhere else. I thought he got released. No. 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 They don't use them. You would think See, so. It's that bad, man. You can't say I'm hating when like they got a guy like that, and I didn't even know he was still on the roster. It's like the way you they know, hang on to Drew Gulak, like really, really good, but they know Drew, that Drew. they can get good matches out of people, <laughs> so they're gonna keep. The- <laughs> <All> aboard! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dylan. Had to do it. Oh, that was so good. That was incredible. Um, but no, like I also thought Drew Gulak was uh, um, released. I just saw him in the 24-7 thing. I was like, didn't they fire him? But no, he's still there. So I think they just keep people who can produce good matches against guys who are going to be coming up. Like, guarantee Ali will be jobbing to Braun Breaker within the next six to seven months. Like, that's how it's going to go. He can get a good match out of anybody, so... So, let's talk about this match. Let's talk about your homework. 
Because <laughs> it's funny because in our friend group, we have mentioned that we that I made you guys watch this match and everyone has had nothing but fucking fantastic things to say about it. <laughs> um, so um, as, I'm going to ask, is, did everyone watch the match? Hell yes, sir. Does anyone yes, sir. Cool. My head still hurts. <laughs> we will talk about it. So the match was from ECW's One Night Stand in 2005, hailing from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. It was Masato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome in a pretty much nothing match because it was all about the reunion for ECW anyways. Um, the match had an incredible amount of violence and some crazy spots that we're going to talk about. Girk, I will hand it over to you. What were your thoughts on this ridiculous match that you and I have talked about? Uh, my thoughts are actually within the match. It, there's a spot. Um, it's the the Tanaka power up spot when he's getting blasted in the head with the steel chair, <sighs> right? And then no, so the, no, yep. The so the third one, I think, is the second or the third one. You, he like goes down, and you think the spot's done, and then he pops back up, bro. They cut to, to they they cut to Mike Awesome, and he's like, oh. that is my reaction to the whole fucking match bro um, also you watched a bootleg vhs version i got my my tape collection right over there oh with the with the fucked up handwriting look at it i love how you scribbled (laughs) over what was originally on the tape (laughs) it didn't matter find out yep it didn't matter Hopefully some graduation or birth or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully birth. (laughs) I I don't want to see that shit. (laughs) Slim, what were your thoughts on said match? I actually watched this twice, once by myself, and then I went to uh, Big Willie's house today and we watched it. (laughs) And my goodness, unprotected chair shots, as dangerous as they are, my goodness. God, those pop me good. I it's like I don't know if that's something that's like cynical about me, <laughs> and like I know these people are putting their lives on the line. But my God, what, when you when you look at the dent in the chair afterwards, and you're just like, yo, that was your head. Your head went through that. My goodness, I swear that match right from the bell ring, and they're just slapping. Mike, awesome, his big ass jumping over ropes and whatnot, diving and whatnot. I'm like, geez, this is just insane. And I'm always a big fan of the no cell power up. I'll tell you, oh. that was that was it. And the finish, the finish, <laughs> the, no. the camera no. angle is the best. <laughs> even though it was not meant to be, it's it was, so perfect. Like, come on, you're telling me you just throw this dude over the rope. He goes through the table. We're sitting there, camera on this dude, wondering if this dude's still breathing. And then you just got a body. That just just <laughs> right into the cover. For no reason. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. He could have easily just walked out there and got the pin, I'm sure. If we're being honest, he could have just walked out there. But he had to do it up a notch. Rest in peace to Mike Awesome, and thank you for a classic. That was fantastic. Thank you for the suggestion, uh, JP. That was great. Uh, Wait to hear the next one. Uh, Wave, what were your thoughts? Uh, Well, my initial thought was uh, that Mike Awesome wanted to die that night, the way he was jumping over the rope. Um, For a guy that size to just, like, they're calling him suicide dies, but he was just like, it was just like this angle. He would just go straight down every time. Neck first. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like uh, Gertz was saying with the chair shots, like they just, it was too devastating, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it is a little cynical of you to, uh, to like be jumping for joy at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I could not believe what I was watching. 
And some I of mean, the crowd I noises. I've seen unprotected chair shots, but it was like they just wanted to kill someone. Well, someone was like supposed to not live that night. Yeah. They also, I mean, the the fucking chair shots are crazy. But I feel like every time there was a table spot, it was um, Tanaka on his neck and neck and head. The um, power bomb from the apron to the floor, the first table spot. Ooh, oh my nest! God. That, that was yeah. nasty. That's what I was gonna bring up. It was like the one off the apron. What about the one on the ropes, the backwards? backwards one where there's a piece of table like it just breaks up. more of a table <laughs> like, <laughs> break, broke it. there's like a piece of sharp table just hanging up and they miss it by like a centimeter it's <laughs> insanity dylan what were your thoughts uh it was i mean i kind of just wrote down a few things but the the first chair shot was insane like that one just went to, to the crowd when awesome like ran at him with it uh that's when i knew i was like oh my <laughs> god this match is going to be ridiculous um and then so I knew Meg Awesome died, but I didn't know how. And then I oh. heard the Joey Styles line. Yeah, did not age well. No. Um, all in all, though, I genuinely was how Mike Awesome didn't become a bigger star. Like, I know WCW buried him the way they did, but I feel like he kind of had what WWE would, like, go crazy for today. Like, a big guy, decent look, can do, you know, cool shit also. So... I was really impressed and just thought the match was insane, but also it was like, holy shit, Mike Awesome, f- fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy <laughs> when you consider the fact that, like, this is technically him past his prime. And yeah. this is how good he still was. Well, yeah, because him and Tanaka were, they were having these matches in FMW, like, on the reg. So that was, like, the connection there was, like, like, especially watching it. I remember watching it back then. And when they came out, it was just like, what is this? And then, but like reading the history, like they were having these bangers like on the regular in FMW and then to kind of bring it back here, like, and then to steal the show. Like you could tell that like they took the crowd. Oh yeah, dude, that fucking, it's just absolute insanity. Especially the crowd. I mean, obviously everyone knows how legendary that crowd was. It was a red hot crowd reunion of ECW, the whole, you know, nine, but it's like, and that was pretty late in the card. I think it was what? Second to last match. Yeah. Second yeah. to last match. Yeah. Which is usually a tough spot. It's usually like the death spot, the bathroom break spot, the diva spot. I couldn't tell if JBL, if JBL was being just drunk and sarcastic, but even when he was like applauding, like some of the shit awesome was doing, I was like, I don't know if he's being sarcastic or if he's also kind of like, damn this man can go like uh but also jbl was fucking ridiculous that night so who knows? yeah actually speaking of of jbl watching that match i said well let me just watch this brawl at the end (laughs) see my man meanie shout out meanie yep which then led me to youtube to watch the jbl meanie match on smackdown if we're talking unprotected chair shots Mm -hmm. fucking lord Mm -hmm. (laughs) whooped his ass I, uh, Stevie Richards is my dude for that forever. Love him because I fuck JBL. Like I mean, like I love I love to hate JBL back in the day, but then reading more about JBL, the human, yeah, bro. Shout out Mauro Ronello. Oh my god, just and Joey Styles. JBL, real quick. Uh, also, I did watch the. I didn't get to watch the main event, but I watched the Paul Heyman promo after. Fantastic. And Triple H doesn't work. Didn't want to work Tuesdays is just a death blow to this day. Like absolutely mean as hell. He said, "I'm not. Cr- <laughs> I'm not crying." I was just in the back smoking a joint with Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. So, I'm um, oh, sorry, Cone. What were your thoughts? I know I said so. <laughs> got kind of got kind of lost in there. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. 
this match was a great example of what made like ECW great. It was just like random chaos, just people getting hurt, chair shots, fucking unprotected chair shots. My neck was hurting after this match. <laughs> it was insane. But I think some of the best parts of the match were just like watching JBL's reaction to like some of the stuff. It was insane. That finish was crazy. Yeah, it's like, unnes- unnecessary. That suicide dive was, right. I mean, That's that dive was saying, unnecessary. Man. He just and wanted uh, to Mike be Austin jumping off. Mike should shit. definitely not be jumping over the top rope. Like, <laughs> at all. The, um, was it the Fat Girl Thriller? What the hell is his name in WCW? Yep, the Fat Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's it, really? <laughs> that, that, whoa, hey now. <laughs> Yo, sorry Hey, listen. <laughs> Dude, all good. Yeah, I mean, he, I think when he went to WCW, like, they, I forget what he came in at. Well, first he was like the mullet guy, then he was like the, the Fat that Girl. 70s guy. The that 70s, 70s guy. guy. That's yeah, that 70s guy. That's what it was. guy. Dude, like... And that, that was the whole thing with his story. He had he was ECW champion. He left out of he basically took like a was a two hundred fifty thousand dollar check um, yeah, to leave ECW as champion and join WCW. Then he went to WCW and they basically just jobbed him out with terrible gimmicks that would never get over. Um, and that was how his career. And that's why that is why you hear such crazy shoot slash work mostly shoot promo style commentary from Joey Styles. Because he was rightfully yeah. pissed because that was a big blow to ECW at the time. Um, which yeah, actually... New one. Oh, sorry. I want to give Will an opportunity. I'm so sorry, Will. I almost forgot about it. I it's have to get good. better at that. I always forget it's about the good. last person. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't... Like, the match was crazy, obviously. But without repeating anything that anyone else has already said, it's just... It, it was just crazy. I just remember sitting on the couch watching it. And, like levitating off the couch every time those spots because it was just so like holy shit like so those stiff chair shots and then like that the the awesome bomb from the inside of the ring outside he landed so high on his neck it was just so many like like me i've had my fair share of injuries myself so every time something like that happens i'm just like oh 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 but it it was just like a it was just i I don't know it was it was like a, a human demolition derby more than a match in my eyes but it was, it was entertaining though oh my so, god yeah 100%. for sure so, quick side note me and will are literally sitting there and every chair side we're both just like oh yeah, like, <laughs> like, like yeah we like, we felt all that we felt all that i don't know how tanaka didn't break them his neck like those japanese boys can can take some shots I forgot to. I was gonna say like I I couldn't believe that nobody was bleeding, like profusely, at the start of those chair shots. Like it, I, I can't even. I I watched it last week, so I don't even remember how it like who, if anyone was bleeding at the end. None at all. Yeah, like how is that even possible? They were swinging those things so hard. Yeah, I don't know. And when he did that, like awesome bomb i guess like off the top rope through the already broken table like how did he not get caught up from that the thing about the awesome bomb too is that it just looks unsafe (laughs) regularly like it doesn't look like a good power bomb so when you put that into a table it just looks (laughs) awful like he he almost killed the referee (laughs) he almost murdered a referee (laughs) we we almost saw a body get caught like that referee and mind you they like didn't even say anything about it when it happened like no one was saying anything. Yeah, like, he just power. It, it just it comes back from the replay, and this referee is just getting dropped on his head. <laughs> like nobody is saying nothing. Like 
Man almost died. One of my favorite um, <laughs> totally random parts about ECW One Night Stand is like the whole segment before the main event where like all the people are coming out. Why was Kid Cash there? I don't know, right? <laughs> he just Bob comes with the out. Bob, bro. Kid, kid, okay, kind of looks like Kid Cash. I mean, he kind of does look like Kid Rock. But he comes out, he gets like beat up, and then he does like his one spot. Here's your paycheck. Off, off you go. Like it was so random. I mean, I get they were probably trying to get like as many people paychecks from ECW as possible, um, but it's just funny to me that like he was there and he wasn't because I don't know if you guys ever knew about that. There was like an ECW event the night before in Philly. Hardcore Homecoming. Yeah, Hardcore Homecoming. They ran Hardcore Homecoming. I think it was I Shane say, Douglas. Shane Douglas. Yeah, exactly. Shane Douglas is the one who like did Hardcore Homecoming. So a lot of those people like worked the night before. And it like par- like basically made it so like they weren't able to work as well as they would have usually for that pay per view. So it's crazy that like it's still so fondly remembered when you take into account all the things that like could have been wrong with it, like people not even giving a hundred percent. So um, still one of the best fucking pay per views ever. I think Dylan was the one who mentioned that he still watches it like at least like once a year. Oh yeah, it's like well, I, but the thing is like the fact that I watch it, but like I think so the because even the Mike Austin match like. I've seen it before, but there's so much of it that I didn't remember because I think on the old network, you could just like skip over matches so easily that if it was one that just didn't sound like, cause like you look at it and you just go, ah, whatever. So you skip past it, but I had definitely seen it like at least once or twice, but I was still caught off guard. Like, Holy shit, this is insane. And can I point out one of my, one more favorite thing before you move on? Yes, please. Uh, when, uh, right before the brawl happens, you know, stone cold's talking shit, looking up at the, I don't know how quick it happened, but I feel like I blinked, and Kurt Angle just has his shirt off. And he's just fucking yelling, bro. Like he took just, it off once before too, I think. At one point. Yeah, so may, like I don't know, so maybe he was just had it off the whole time, but I don't know yeah. why it just stuck. He's like leaning over, just like you know how like he put sometimes like re puts his tights back on in order to take <laughs> yeah, them off. Yeah. He probably just does that with his shirt, yeah. <laughs> like with regular things at home. Like before he goes to do laundry, like he just like takes the shirt off and then puts it back on. Yeah, that's what I imagine with Kurt. Pulling the straps up and then pulling the straps down pops me so hard. I don't know why. Oh, like when Jason Jordan would do it. And just, Jason Jordan would go, yeah. go he'd do nuts. this, and then go. Like, <laughs> it was so strange. Like, fantastic. I saw when they were all coming out to like their balcony seats, somebody got like an entire beer on Eric Bischoff. And I like more power to him. Like he probably would have got murdered if he had done anything. But to just have the restraint to get a beer thrown right in your face and have to just not do anything. Shout out Eric Bischoff, honestly. Shout out Snitsky. The boy was there. <laughs> yeah. The Basham brothers were there. Yep. Dude, yeah. I was picking them all out. Ross Orlando West. Jordan. Orlando. Don't leave Orlando Jordan and his hair were there. <laughs> Two seats. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild, man. All right. So it's time for me to tell you your homework for this week. Your match this week. I've been hyping it up to Slim all week without telling him the match for no that reason. annoying. Uh, yeah, oh. other than just to get, you know, just get a reaction, you know, get some heat from him. We're going to go back to 2009 with this one. 2009 TNA. Ah! <laughs> X Division. Oh, stop it. Bound for glory. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. I know where we're going. Go ahead. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> the match for this week will be. Ultimate X match. Amazing Red as champion versus Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, Christopher Daniels, Homicide, and Suicide, who this time around would be Frankie Kazarian, because apparently Suicide was like five different people. Yep. Ultimate X for the title at Bound for Glory, which if you're not familiar, is their uh, TNA's version of WrestleMania. I'm sure all of us are familiar with quite marks for this business. 
that will be your homework for this week. Make note of the um, really crazy spot at the end. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the near death spot. Near death. <laughs> the near. The make note of the near death spot. The name yeah. made sense. That's all I'm gonna say. Right? It's just. I just got stiff. I mean, that just got messed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, bless his soul. Uh, well, I won't reveal his name for any spoilers, but um, he makes it to wrestle for a long time, so clearly he was fine. Hey, JP here, host of the podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We really do appreciate the boys are working real hard to get this product out to you as soon as possible. So any support is very much appreciated. You can support us by following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or YouTube. Once again, thank you, and let's get on with the show. So... It's 2022, so obviously everyone's putting out their list of 2021 shit. Let's talk about PWI. Uh, PWI awards listed its winners, I don't know, sometime this week. And um, we're not going to go in order because some of this, this stuff is obvious. But let's talk about the most controversial one for us. Uh, match of the year. Match of the year was Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa from AEW. I don't even know when it happened because I'm going to be honest with you. And this, I, this can sound really shitty. I like remember the match, but I don't remember the match. Which is what tells lights me. Out, lights out match. The only thing I remember from that match is Britt bled a whole lot. That's really all. Yeah, I remember it being yeah. a big thing. It was a cool match, but match of the year. Very nah. <sighs> Slim, what are your thoughts? That ain't it. Listen, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> are you ever not? I don't even think that's the best women's match of the year, let alone match of the year. The match was cool. They did some cool stuff. But you're telling me that from January 1st, 2021 to December 31st of 2021 that that match is the one match that stood out the most to be match of the year I don't think it's any of your matches of the year absolutely not I no. I don't I don't <laughs> think I personally know anyone else who thinks it's match of the year that match can wouldn't all, even make my top 10 yeah like there's you know how many Will Ospreay matches that were match of the year last year like yeah. like Dragonov and Walter was last year. Was say was Adam mine. Cole was still in <laughs> NXT last year. We had great matches in the beginning of NXT, of the beginning of 2021 in the old NXT. Like, there's no way that I will ever, ever agree that this is match of the year. It kind of pisses me off. Like, j- just being honest. Like, this match wasn't better than. I don't even think it was better than Becky Charlotte at Survivor Series. Wasn't better than Sasha and Bianca at WrestleMania. Come on, bro. Don't move on. Go somebody else go. Because now I'm just getting I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. I'm sorry. This is just aggravating. Like, no. Fuck that. No, that is not match of the year. PWI is known for like putting out some controversial lists, like their winners and like their top ten of the year and all that stuff. So like it doesn't really surprise me that they I mean, like, yeah, it wasn't okay. It was a good match. But, like, it wasn't Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan or anything like that, no. I feel like if they wanted to be controversial, they would, like, just choose something completely, choose, like, a, like a Raw match or something even, like, we. I don't know. It just seems, like, so just, no. like, almost too obscure to be, like, controversial. It's just weird. Well, I, I don't think they're being controversial on purpose. It's just, like, yeah. it just happened that some of their pictures happen to be controversial. Like, they're just some of the top ten lists, like, in the past couple of years, like, their number one pick, like... Yeah, well, don't they them, like, don't they do things within the realm of kayfabe? Like, they base you on, like, your wins and losses, I think, or something like that. That's why no one ever really takes it all that seriously. What does that matter? That's what I'm, I'm just thinking, like, in general, compared to, like, what Meltzer does when they do, you know, I think winning a Wrestling Observer Newsletter award compared to PWI means more. I think PWI is just kind of like 
it doesn't it's not as credible or really even worth consideration. The rest of the list I thought was pretty decent. It was all right. I'm not really gonna argue it. They just had to have that one, you know, that <laughs> one to make us all pissed off. Well, okay, that's well, what they did. Then what was your match of the year? My match of the year, yeah, twenty twenty one. Eva I'd Marie probably... versus Dewdrop. I agree. <laughs> Listen, bro, don't. First of all, you better put respect on Dewdrop's name. You know how I feel. All right, you know how I feel. All right, nothing but love. Big um, fight. I mean, I off the top of my head, I would say Dragonov and Walter is that's the first thing that comes to my head. Brian and 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 Kenny at Grand Slam was beautiful masterpiece. Nope. I'm but uh, I might ask you, bro. Right? <laughs> oh, um, um, what is it? Okada and Osprey in the G1. I believe that was in 2021. I think that happened. That was really good. Uh, I'll verify for that for you. Go ahead, continue. Um, and I'm sure there's a. Oh wait, no, sorry. Osprey and Shingo, Dominion or Wrestling Dantaku. Dantak- One of those. Dantaku. 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 That match. Was uh, that match I, got six stars? That sure as hell did. That was a fight. You gonna say that that ain't that ain't better than Britt Baker and damn Thunder Rosa? Fuck! Um, I'm annoyed again. Thanks, Juan. Now, <laughs> now I'm mad again. I'm re-mad. I'm also, re-mad. Actually, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, that match break bake uh, bit breaker. Bit Britt Baker. Holy shit. <laughs> like Braun Breaker. <laughs> oh, uh, bit bra- uh, oh my God. I almost did it again. Bit Breaker. I, oh, okay. Whatever. Regardless, that match got 3.75. Let's, that's but what the, the, like, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? The, uh, there's, uh, there's no New Japan on this list anywhere. My God. I think it's all AEW, isn't it? Essentially. It's mostly AEW. Oh, you're talking Except about the, for Edge. Well, oh yeah, Edge is the only non-AEW thing on there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. See, I don't like that. So okay, so I'm actually gonna put. So I don't. Um, well, I'll say this. First off, my match of the year was not. It's my match of the year was the tag match, uh, Bucks and Penta and Phoenix, um, the cage match. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty wild. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna say something here. I don't. Oh, ag- shit. I don't agree with Wrestle of the Year being Kenny Omega. I don't can, either. Can, can I ask you a question? Sure. Is it Roman Reigns? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's like, because his thing was like, it's kind of like half of the year through half the year, because it was like, I think it started in 2020. Right? The whole thing? Was that wrong? What, they acknowledge me? Yeah, right? Definitely yeah, did. Started yeah, Head of the Table started SummerSlam Summer 2020. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was saying. So it's like halfway. So it's kind of like this weird blend, but like, its most prominent peak of it, well, it's, it's yeah, it's still kind of it's kind of on the fall now. But the peak of it was in twenty twenty one, so I'll count it there. Like, can you argue with that? Here's the thing: I don't know if Kenny's second. Oh no! Now we're talking, baby. What you got for me? What you got for me? I love Kenny Omega, but if we're talking top wrestler of the year, you say DB. No, I mean, I'm thinking, because I'm thinking about like all the storylines as a whole and the importance they play and everything else. You're not going to say Adam Page? I was going to say him as because much improved. the problem is he had a bad ending, which sours everyone. But if you're talking about the story as a whole and his how large his buildup was until the unfortunate peak, which was the match at the end, who was more important? I mean, he had a big break in the middle, but who was more important for that span? Because I don't think it goes, I could be wrong. I don't know if it goes January 1st to December 31st. I don't think they do it that. I think they, there's like a little bit of an overlap. 
think so too. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that sounds right. Uh, my whole thing with the Adam Pacing is when I think about what Roman has done this year or well, last year, I have countless memories, numerous things that come to mind. The 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 beef with the with with Jey Uso, you know, the stuff that he was saying to him, the stuff with John Cena, the stuff with Brock, the stuff with Edge, all that stuff. When I think about Adam Page, I just think about some good matches and like the dark the, the, the crowd reactions. As far as like think of moments. Think of like the stuff that stuck out to you. But it also I think it benefited Roman because he's coming off of being someone who we just could not stand and like literally didn't want to hear talk. You give that man the microphone, my, I'm paying attention. That's my tribal chief right there. Like I'm I'm watching. With Page, like what sticks out to you about Adam Page that would put him in that category? That like like a, a list of things I should say. Like what would that be for Adam Page for you? Um, I think the his comeback was it the casino ladder match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it starts, right? It was kind of there from there. Oh, was that wait? Was that that was this last year? Right? I'm not forgetting that. Yeah. 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 So you come from that. The buildup from last year going forward into that. I just think, though, because I look at not mo- – well, okay, that's where we differ. I don't look at moments, which is probably a better way of looking at it. But the way I was thinking about it was like the overall importance of their specific story to the entire product. And I feel like he was constantly the biggest like thing because it's his entire story is revolved around the title picture and all that and so forth. Um, but that's also why he wouldn't be my top guy. Like I wouldn't put him as number one. I think I'd put Roman Reigns. Yeah, yes, you can. Say who I'd put in front of Adam Page? Oh, wait a minute. It's gonna be someone different from the three we've mentioned. Adam Cole, to me, and I'm gonna say why. If Adam Cole doesn't leave WWE when he does, leave NXT when he does, we might not get NXT 2.0. There might still be undisputed era. There still might be black and gold. He carries. He has you know not tons of matches in NXT in 2021, but he has enough that are all big storyline matches then he goes to AEW and is instantly inserted into the top group that isn't the inner circle because the inner circle is not the best group in wrestling that 2021 that's a stupid thing that they said also (laughs) um he goes there and now he's he's gonna be the center the center point going forward for this year but it started in 2021 with Kenny leaving Adam Cole kind of being the interim leader of what is either going to be the elite or the super click or the undisputed era in AEW. So I'd say... We're going to get a repeat, Dylan. I'm going to cut your young ass off. (laughs) All right? Nobody is bigger than the company over there. So whether Adam stayed or not, Vince was going to do NXT 2.0 regardless. Adam just would have been on TV losing to Tony D like Pete Dunne. (laughs) Nobody is bigger than the business. There's no way of just Adam Cole staying would make them change their mind they're gonna do this regardless we got to be thankful that adam got out when he did that's for damn sure because it would be awful to see what they would even picturing what they would have him doing right now is just like it's it's heartbreaking like pete dunn like matt mentioned you know i'm a done guy Petey's my man you know i'm all with this i'm all here for that Petey poppins yeah like like you're he's too good he's too good to be where they're i think what they're doing is great 
building new stars. Like, fresh faces, cool. But then it sucks because Pete Dunne signed a longer contract. Do we want Pete Dunne to go to the main roster? Who knows no. what that'll look like. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it sucks on all ends. It sucks. Well, that was... They, go ahead, uh, go. Well, I was going to say, like, with the Cole thing, um, we heard all that shit about what they were going to do with him on the main roster anyway. So he, if he stayed, he wasn't going to stay in NXT. Yeah. Well, I think that's the point that is that, you know, okay, so if he had stayed, maybe it doesn't make a difference. But the fact that he left in the way that he did and then everything happens just to me kind of speaks to like, you know, he was the, the last the last one there. I mean, you had Gargano and stuff, but once Cole was gone, you just kind of the writing was on the wall. Um, but then again, just going to AEW and being such an impact player right away um, to me again, I think I think Adam Page obviously has had his career year and is going to continue to have great matches and, you know, hopefully a good a good run with the title. But there was a lot of time in 2021 where, you know, obviously he loses that first match and he goes away for however long and then he's doing Dark Order stuff and it's great and I enjoy watching it. But I don't know if I would say it's worthy of being above Kenny or Adam Cole. Where did Brian Danielson land on that list, just out of curiosity? Because in my opinion, if he's not one, he's got to be two or three. I don't know if they should. I mean, I don't think he should be one, but... But I think he's number two or three. He was sure. also, you know, I th- they showed the card, the graphics. He was at WrestleMania and AEW. Yeah, he made him into Mania. <laughs> he had a match with Kenny. Uh, he had uh, the no. first match with Adam Page. Like, the hour-long draw. Yeah. Wait, who Half just said... hour-long draw. Who just said that they thought uh, DB was... I just said DB. BD. BD. Was two or three. Easy with the BD May. guy. Uh, no, he's not even... Actually, he's not even... Um, I'm going to get the list now. He's not even top ten. Oh, fuck. Like, wow. what? Yeah, fuck this That's list. Fuck Why are we yeah, talking this, about this list? Yeah. <laughs> bro, went, bro went crazy. Come on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Where is he? I'm not even seeing him in top 20. Other I feel like I'm about to get stop. aggravated. You got to stop. I'm about to get aggravated. Did they exclude him from the list for some reason? Control check my list. blood pressure. He's 36? Get what off. the fuck? He's 36? Who's they, running this they, place they over there? They talking about his age. Like, the, the fuck? Actually, if you want to know, top just I'm not gonna go the whole list. Top five. Give me the ten. No, I want. Give 10? me ten. One. Give me ten. Right, right, top, top ten. Top, top from the top up. Number one, Kenny Omega. Number two, Roman Reigns. Better be. It's gonna get so angry after this. Number <laughs> three, <laughs> Bobby Lashley. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> Number four, Drew McIntyre. Number five, Kota Ibushi. Number six, John Moxley. Seven, Will Ospreay. Eight. Finn Balor, nine Shingo. What has Finn done? The number ten. Uh, uh, 10. Oh, oh, sorry, ten <laughs> Rich Swan. What? what? Wait, wait. <laughs> hold, hold up, hold up. I thought that was a joke. Hold the fucking phone, Rich Swan. Yo, you about to? Juan, look at me in this camera lens right Swan, now. <laughs> look, look me in the eyes, bro. Okay, what's up? So what you're telling me? Damn. You're looking at me right now and telling me that Rich Swan <laughs> is number 10 and Daniel Bryan is in the 30s? That's what you're telling me right now. Why are you looking at me like I wrote the list? No, you read it to me. I want you to look at me and tell me this. I'm, I'm getting this straight from the source. I'm getting this from the teat of, N, of PWI themselves. I'm, this the is the list. Move on. Next topic. Move on. I do want to round up two, two more things from their, not this list, but their, their overall things. Um, their, hold on. Let me look at it real quick. Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Indie star of the year. 
Let's put Nick Gage. Oh, Nick yeah. Cage. I disagree with it. I think it should be yeah. Danhausen. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Very evil. I think I like Danhausen for everything but his wrestling matches. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. He's still a star, though. No. Whoa. 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 I'm. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I agree with you. I think he's the most. Most he like of all the indie stars, he's probably the most public one. And it's evil. all the monies. And yeah, most evil for sure. He's definitely uh, most evil. Most famous, most rich, most evil. No, nah, I think I think Nick That or Mark Matt Gage Cardona. Is, yeah, like Cardona yeah, has been killing it. But I think Gage had the the better of the year because he had the dark side of the ring. He had like I don't know. Oh, like, that's a good I know, point. like, I like, forgot about like, that. I forgot about that. That's a good point. Like, deathmatch wrestling is what it is, but he kind of brought it up just a little bit more, you know? Like, if it could go any more. Like, him and Moxley had that match, step. too. So. Yeah. And, and then, like, yeah, Chris, Car- Chris the Cardona shit see, was crazy, though. See, but. he's not really an indie star then. Look how famous he is now. He's on TV a bunch of times. <laughs> 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 um, also, shout out to uh, Dan Housen for posting um, that he uh, was applying to a fast food <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said his salary was $100 annually. <laughs> Bless that fucking guy. Also, one last thing for that before we move on from this atrocious company we call PWI. Um, they put their um, rookie of the year as jade which makes sense that's fair i'm gonna agree with that but give it give the year one more month it would have been hook (laughs) absolutely give the year one more month it would have been hook i think send hook at all times hook is already the rookie of the year for 2022 if the strip club video if strip club video (laughs) dropped days earlier he would have been rookie of the year yeah exactly he could have had zero (laughs) matches and just a strip club video He's number one in my book. Immediately. That man was chilling. That man was chilling. Oh, my God. I've never seen someone so chill. Well, at a, I was so pissed you guys got to see him live. Like that is, I straight up been listening to that theme song all the time. I walk into the gym. I just put that shit in, just walking in like I'm hooked. I love it. Bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell baby Lolo about that when she's older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even know me. I saw him twice. It was beautiful. I that oh. strip video would have been better. Um if it was a, I'm allowed to say this because I'm the person of color here. If it was a person of color, I mean the guys. There's that was like here. the <laughs> joke. That was the joke. That was the joke. Sims reaction. You see this? You're Italian. You know what my middle name is? Oh, Come on, bro. Got you, Italian. Yeah, you're you're Italian. That's right. I'm Italian, African American. It's fine. That's that's true. Yeah, I had a couple people who was like. Is that guy really Italian? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the last video. <laughs> what of it? It's like, yeah, and? Is there like a, was there a debut of the year? Uh, it would have been, no. It would have been, huh? No, it was a comeback. Was there the a year. debut of the year? Nah. Let's take a well, no, there wasn't a debut of the year. There was I guess Punk when, would that put Punk well, no, was classified as a debut? It was AW com- yeah. debut. He got comeback of the year. Well, naturally. Right, I mean. rightfully so. Yeah, what would qualify as a debut? Like somebody just switching companies or like a brand new I think a brand new thing. Which would probably it. just fall into rookie of the year, right? Oh, yeah. Just yeah. just want to... You can definitely cut this out, but uh, my friend Bobby that dates Leanne, shout out the plug, uh, he texted me saying... He said, you started a podcast? I said, started, baby. He goes, shit, you got the hookup then. Talk to Leanne. She can probably get you interviews and stuff. Yo. Get hook on here? What you just send? He just sits there in silence. What you just send Tyler? Yeah, no. we just need him to sit there in the corner. We're like, yeah, we just got to try to make him laugh. That's the goal. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Leanne, the AEW plug. Shout her out for blessing us with the some of us with you know some. Oh yeah, some we love house you, Leanne. tickets. Shout out, Leanne. She's uh, 
She's great. <laughs> Bro, we got an alert real quick. We got a we got a Kali check. Oh. <laughs> Kali I was just about Kali to ask update? Tyler, where are we on Kali? How, where has he been? Where right. where is the Kali? Wait, also we need to establish this. Is it Kali check or Kali watch? Well, I remember hearing back Kali in the watch. day, whoever would be yelling, they'd be like, "Great Kali check," and I think it just works. <laughs> Kali check. So where are we on Kali check? But right Kali now? watch, you know, I know that was a stat like previously established. On no, we can go check whatever you want, baby. Whatever, Should whatever we do like a like a news like a. Yeah, what is exactly a Kali check? Well, we're gonna, oh, t- we're, Tyler's we're gonna, the expert. Yeah, we're, what we're going to do, we're just going to check in on him weekly with a little picture, maybe a little video. You know, that Instagram. What the fuck is, is this picture? Something, bro. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? This is my homie. This is, he's getting it. The puffy vest. Do you uh, see it? Do you so see the swag? For for those who are not listening, uh, Greg Kali <laughs> is a massively tall man, probably upwards of seven foot four or something, and he's wearing a vest of equal length. I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, a vest of equal length from a brand, I don't even know, Ubo, Vubo. Which I did look up. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Indian, uh, uh, like, uh, e- earbuds and earphones. Their slogan uh, is born to be free. It says born to be free. Born <laughs> to be free. It's, it's just, it's swag from an audio company. <laughs> yep. Which... He did not tag him, bro. He didn't tag him. He said, "Fuck the tags, bro. You come to me, <laughs> bro." His fists Yo. are the his look fists at the trip the size, though. The, his fists are the size of the guy's head, and the vest is the size of the guy's whole body. <laughs> <laughs> bro, and his his Instagram is so chaotic. It doesn't Yo, make the sense. reels are the best part. The reels oh yeah. Are the best so part. I got you with a reel. Uh, this one is one of my favorites because I was I was perplexed by it, bro. I didn't know how to act because it's him walking in slow motion. And you think, bro, you think it's nothing. Bro, you think it's nothing, but you got to watch his legs. I'm going I'm to link this. Bro, watch the, you got to watch the right leg. All right, yeah. And, and if you can turn the sound on, uh, uh, you know, if so we don't get flagged separately. Bro, the song bumps. Yo, I hear oh, someone's please, bumping. <laughs> Yo, the song does bump. Yeah, the right, yeah, the right. It's it's like, it's like I understand he's a large man, bro. Like, that right leg looked like it's about to give out any second. Any minute. And this man wrestled. This man wrestled. That man was a world champion. Yo, he. Well, there was. Have you seen the video of, of him like on the apron, like jumping into the ring? Oh yeah, like young, like jumping over the ropes, like young Kali. Young Kali could work. He was a worker, man. I mean. I didn't, oh, I didn't watch the match, yeah. but I saw, I saw that. Young His knee looked like it's about to break. Young Kali <laughs> was scary. Yeah, well, I know you felt yeah. that one. Oh, I know Kali. you felt that. Young Kali was scary. He walks and around he was like, like that? Way different. <laughs> oh, my God. When he was like squashing people's heads and shit, that legit was like, that looked pretty scary. He looked yeah, like I'm a pretty scary dude like, with the yeah, all the black. S- the spot. Didn't he like pop a basketball? Yeah. Oh, watermelon or some shit. He likes yeah, well, watermelon, watermelon and a basketball. <laughs> I loved oh, him in the longest yard. He's just headbutting the cement wall. <laughs> <laughs> longest yard's on Netflix now, in case yeah. anybody wanted to watch it. Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler's like, I just pissed my pants. <laughs> well, there's so many wrestlers and MMA guys in there. It's crazy. Yeah. Wait, let me just let me just say it still kind of upsets me because Steve Austin dropped the hardest of R's in that movie. Oh, yeah. I had to sit back, I said it's just a movie. We love Steve. It's just a movie. It's okay. That's just a but script. Man, it rolled off so hard. I was like, mm. yeah, he does. He doesn't get the um, 
Oh wait, well Randy didn't say the hard R. He doesn't get the yeah. doesn't get the Randy treatment. <laughs> yeah, no, he said. Does that, it count if it's like, a script? Well, and he's like no, being paid to say it. No. Damn, he got paid to say that. That's even crazy. He sure did, bro. <laughs> Respect. Then again, Stone Cold's done a lot of things that people would be mad about today, but you know, we kind of just let it slide. Nobody really said anything. So moving on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to splice that and in just the picture of the news article right here. Right here. Just... <laughs> I just wanted to be known that every week we do a Kali watch, I'm gonna fucking have to like turn my camera off because I was in just pain before. Like my stomach still hurts. Yo, bro, like... I got I got one more just since it's oh the first God. one. Bro, you gotta read the <laughs> caption. And the caption is the caption is synced up to an to like an Indian guy saying that like a TikTok sound. Oh, I've heard this before. Why is he roasting Titus? Why? Is, Dude, what did Titus is, do, bro? This is like this is months after, years Titus, after this shit. It's like an Iron Sheik like tweet. The oh wait, bullshit. this was three weeks ago. What yeah. the fuck? Do <laughs> <laughs> you like, think he like just sat down and watched this pay per view like for the first time? I need to know the beef. <laughs> Number one bullshit guy. <laughs> Number one. I gotta now. I gotta splice in uh, Khabib oh saying that. Oh yeah. Khabib saying that. that is, this is number one bullshit. <laughs> it's just like it's like it literally sounds like an Iron Sheik tweet, like about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, Iron Sheik is the best. best he's gonna trash awesome. Titus. He's like the greatest fucking philanthropist that right? he's ever known. He Great guy. Wonderful dad. Wonderful dad. That's why we're checking Kali. So what's um? Everyone, I think we probably already know, but so Royal Rumble is soon. And they're saying all oh, this talk about the Forbidden Door and who's going to be coming in. Um, I saw a fantastic video I'll be able to splice here of um, Samoa Joe breaking the Forbidden Floor. It's him coming up from the <laughs> TNA ramp <laughs> to attack Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Fucking great clip. Classic. Well, what's the guesses? What do we think is going to be showing up? I saw a couple, of, but I'm not going to mention them, about, of the women unless no one else does. But wh- what are the thoughts on the Forbidden Door guesses? Slim had a good one. Jericho. Probably going to be like James Storm or something like that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I can see it being Jericho. Re- realistically, realistically, it'd probably be, you know, Jericho of some sort. But if they just had like somebody from New Japan roll up, just like no, not like, setting, nobody's business, bro. I'm not getting my hopes beautiful. up. I would, I would turn I, shit I, up. Bro, they, like they don't if, trust the fans enough. Like they think we're too stupid to know who that would be. I think it all might just be might just be bullshit too. I think that somehow they at least we're not going to get r- it. They always big yeah, up the rumble shit. Oh man, yeah, is, every year. I mean, the the part that kind of gives me hope about it being Jericho is one, obviously the thing with Austin, but two, I think it was after his first or second match with uh, with Kenny in New Japan, he came out for the greatest Royal Rumble. Now, given that isn't a Royal Rumble, he's obviously you know big money, but like. He still did that. He was still a New Japan superstar at that point in time. So there's a a chance there. That would be okay. uh, Yeah, I can see it being Jericho. I can't really say I'm excited about it, but uh, based on his like relationship with Vince and everything, I would bet money that it's going to be him. Like realistically, who could it be? You know, like I don't know. Pretty underwhelming. Well, considering the 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 woman's announcement, in my, I'm thinking it's just someone from that. From I that. know who it ain't, <laughs> Moxley. <laughs> could you uh, could you imagine real quick if uh, I know this is never gonna happen, but I'm just saying the heat he would get on Wednesday night if Cody Rhodes made an appearance and just I'd hits be a huge, with a I'd be a fan. 
I'd be a fan. Imagine the hate he would get on Wednesday. The, I would the be a fan. Out. Oh my god. No, it's gonna be Stardust. Oh, dude, even oh even more god. heat, even more heat. But but re- that's how you imagine a heel for life. Imagine Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Dude, I was just about to say that if he like went rogue and just like did that, just if for the Maxwell story. Jacob Friedman did that, went there, came back and was like, "Yeah, punk, I went to the Royal Rumble and did better than you ever did." I would fucking lose my mind. I what? Uh, I can't. I'm getting too excited now. <laughs> Their last promo battle was incredible. Chef's kiss. Yeah, they're doing great stuff. There but, is uh, a there's just a random random ass side note I just want to throw in before we get done here today, boys. Brock Lesnar told a knock knock joke on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Brock Lesnar told a knock knock joke on Monday Night Raw that received a huge pop from the crowd. Dude, it was great. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but Brock Lesnar, as of late, top knot Brock, Killing overalls it. Brock. He is killing it. Is the Brock? best incarnation of Brock Lesnar I've ever seen. This He's man has a been good time too. He he went to Vince and told Vince, "Yeah, I'm going to start talking." That that's yeah. what I think happened. He said, "Give me the microphone. I'm going to go start talking." And my God, he has been great. Brock Lesnar saying "knock knock," and Paul Heyman saying "who's this?" <laughs> or "who's there?" Excuse me, I forgot how the knock knock jokes work. And him saying "Bobby." Bobby who exactly making himself laugh and the crowd <laughs> popping was my highlight of the entire week so far. Dude. It was beautiful. It was incredible. I actually I like fell for it too. I thought there was gonna be a an actual like punchline. And then he just like <laughs> does that Brock smile. He's like, exactly. <laughs> it I was shit, incredible. Yeah. But I just wanted to put that out there. So go ahead, JP. Oh, I'm just going to be a banger. I feel like I'm glad that you brought it over to me. Well, at this point, I believe um, we are on a tight schedule today due to Slim's um, prior engagements, which is fine. But I believe now would be a good spot to end the show. Um, as always, we are here. We are Pop the Boys. Um, we're ready. We're willing. And honestly, I'm so happy. I just want to say, I just want to take this time because a lot of people are going to be probably not watching these early episodes except for people who really care about us. I just want to say, I love you guys so much and I appreciate it. I'm so happy that we're going to be doing this together wherever this is that it takes us. So I just want to say thank you uh, to you guys. Uh, fuck everyone else, whatever. I'll play heel. doesn't matter. But point is, I'm just thankful for you guys. So I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you for all the support. We love them all. <laughs> you could have said really Will and Gable for our boy oh. Chad Gable. Just shout out Alpha Academy. Oh, you know what's quick, funny? But... I'm going to save oh, yeah. it for next time. I actually have something to say about him, but I'm going to save it for next time. Ooh. We need some more content. It's something, um, something I don't like, but we'll, we'll get to that next time. Is it his forehead? You know, I didn't think about his forehead, but he doesn't have, does have a big-ass forehead. It's a big forehead. Yeah, bro. Then, then, that thing is... He could be a Jackson with one of that. That's a sense. Why have a headband, dog? Does, Andrew, is that why you have a headband? <laughs> yes. <laughs> On that note, is there any other parting words, gentlemen? Enjoy Dynamite. Watch Dynamite. Shawn Michaels is the greatest in-ring performer of all time. Can't wait to cut that out. All right, anyone, good <laughs> night. I'll see you next week. Hey, JP, host of the Pop the Boys podcast here. Thank you again for listening to another episode. The boys and I are working real hard every day to try to bring these episodes out to you and kind of celebrate this business that we love so much, but also to bring an authentic product. So if you'd like to support us, you can follow us on Instagram 
Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. I all, I believe, under Pop the Boys Podcast or Pop the Boys Pod. And if you really want to support us, you could follow us on Patreon. There we're going to have a lot more projects and a lot more opportunities for kind of fan interaction and things of that nature. Once again, we really appreciate it and see you on the next one. Or hear you. Eh, whatever.